0: You're listening to The CX Pod from T-TECH and the Customer Strategist Journal. Hello, fans of customer experience. On today's episode, I've gathered the editors of the Customer Strategist Journal for an end of the year wrap up. Everyone's got their own favorite story or trend to share from a whirlwind 2021. So let's welcome Judith Aquino, Dylan Haviland, and Kara Rosner. Hey, everybody.
1: Hello. Hi
0: hey great well thanks everyone for getting together we've it's been a whirlwind 2021 uh we're still managing through the pandemic we have companies are dealing with labor shortages supply chain craziness the great resignation uh and just trying to uh do business and and accelerate their their customer experiences and, the, and their business so you guys are right in the thick of it um Covering the market, seeing what's going on across across the CX world, so we thought, why not get together and, and share some of our favorite stories from this year? So, appreciate you all getting together with us. So let's just start um, start from the beginning. So let's how about Judith? You know what made you stand up and take notice in twenty twenty one when it came to uh, customer experience?
1: Sure. Well, actually, it um, was the employee experience that made me take notice. I was thinking of an interview I did earlier this year with Heather Younger, the CEO and founder of a consulting firm called Employee Fanatics, where we were talking about how to retain employees during the great resignation. And at the time, about 4 million people had quit um, in the spring and resignations have accelerated since then. So I was thinking about how, what Heather alluded to that Um, In addition to higher salaries, people were looking for employers that lead with empathy, um, flexibility, and in a way convenience too is similar to how customers um, act when they have choices and we're really heading into this kind of era of um, the empowered employee. Now, we don't know how long that'll last, but it's interesting to think about what could the long-term implications be for um, an era of empowered employees and how could it change the workforce?
0: Yeah, that's that's a great one. And it, it's, it's something that only got worse after the spring and summer. Uh, maybe not worse, worse for companies, but better for, for employees. They saw more choice. They saw there were different things that they valued. Um, And it just became uh, something that people didn't want to stay with the company they were at. So really, really good, really good uh, trend that was will probably continue into next year, I would think. Um, So, Dylan, how about you? What's what's a story from 2021 that you thought was especially noteworthy? So I thought a great part about this issue was we reached out to so many CEOs, CX leaders and innovators from so many different industries. And really a common thing we noticed was. Using technology not to be something flashy and new to put out there. And when I say that, I mean like AI and chatbots and analytics, but using it more to understand the customer journey and essentially to make it easier and make it seamless, really in this incredibly digital age we live in. So really we're not we're done trying to impress customers. We really want to use our technology for the good of making their customer journey really easy. Cause as we've learned, you're only as good as your last best experience. Yeah. That's a great point. It's not about the flash or the hype. It's about really getting to what customers need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we, we have seen a lot more brands start to really do that, uh, which, which is great. Uh, and again, hopefully they do more in 2022. Now, now Kara, you joined us halfway through the year. Um, so I'm interested to get your take on, on what story maybe stood out for you. Um, while, you know, since you've joined us.
2: Yeah, one interesting thing that I looked at, you know, at the end of this year, it's a really popular time for people to be looking ahead and making their predictions for the coming year. But one thing I enjoyed doing was looking back at the predictions that we as the CX industry were making this time last year about 2021 and specifically which predictions sort of missed the mark. So there's three that I really honed in on um, where the industry thought things were going to go a certain way. And then they kind of bucked that trend. One is, um, as Judith was talking about, the great resignation. I think that a lot of people a year ago thought that things would be more back to normal and specifically that employees would be really eager eager to return back to the workplace after so much time kind of spent working from home and in more isolated ways, and that just hasn't happened. So from a CX and EX perspective, it's really forcing businesses and employers to rethink their employee engagement. So that was one really interesting change this year. Um, Another prediction where we sort of missed the mark a year ago is that I think a lot of us thought by this point at the end of 2021, that the business impact Um, from COVID would be mostly over. We thought we'd be more back to normal. Things would be more like, you know, the the old days. And again, that's just not been the case. Um, There's been a lot of challenges and, you know, COVID keeps changing with all these new variants coming up. People haven't been eager to return to the workplace. And there's also a whole new complicated set of logistics for businesses with these vaccine mandates in the pipeline. So that's something that's still very much on the forefront of business leaders, um, just doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. And then finally, I think a lot of people predicted that we would have a V-shaped economic recovery, that things would bounce back as quickly as they sort of plummeted in the early days of COVID. And again, like we've talked about, just wasn't the case. Um, There are supply chain issues. It's a really challenging labor market for a lot of companies and a lot of things that we thought um, would really be more back to normal by this point. You know, we were having this conversation last year. um, Things just aren't quite the same.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that hindsight is really helpful as you start to make predictions for next year to realize that you've got to be flexible. You've got to be willing to just roll with whatever happens because, you know, things changed so much and there was really so much unpredictability and uncertainty, uh, in 2021, even in, you know, more than 2020. Uh, so yeah, very good, very good story. Um, in this issue of the customer strategist journal. Uh, so for me, uh, this was a story that, uh, just came out this week, actually. And uh, it's not one that we covered have covered yet, but it's uh, the fact that uh, President Biden issued an executive order to make the federal government more customer friendly and improve the customer experience for uh, the citizen, improve the citizen experience. And what I found interesting about that um, is, well, number one, the bar is pretty low. So there's a lot of um, uh, changes they can make that will have a big impact uh, that doesn't need a lot of big you know, um, multi-year changes. So for example, if you want to get a passport, now they're going to make it so you can renew it online and send, you know, an online uh, payment rather than have to send a check and go to a physical location. Uh, I think veterans are going to have a single portal to be able to check their benefits and their healthcare information. And uh, even IRS filers will be able to request a callback rather than sit on hold with the IRS if they've got questions about filing their taxes. Things like that, that in the private sector, companies have been doing for years. Up until now, the government hasn't really had an incentive to be able to wanna make those sorts of improvements. Why? That's because they've had no competitors. So what I found most important about this story is customer experience changes and transformation and investments have traditionally happened to compete against competitors and to um, differentiate with your customers. Now, the federal government has no competitors in a lot of these spaces. So again, there was no reason to do that. Um, But what's happened is they're realizing that improvements made to the customer experience are actually improvements that will help their efficiency, lower their costs, And even make it easier for their employees to do business. And then the byproduct of that will be a better experience for customers. So I feel like that is an important story that highlights maybe to organizations that weren't as customer focused as others, that you can use customer experience improvements, not only for external customer uh, improvements, but also to just enhance your business operationally and and lower costs. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how that goes, uh, in 2022 when they actually start to execute on that. Um, so those are just a few of the articles and a few of the stories that we covered this year and that we, uh, find noteworthy. Again, we'll be, we'll be hitting the pavement right as 2022 begins to do even more next year. Um, so thank you guys, Kara, Dylan, and Judith for, um, sharing these stories with us and, uh, uh, for those of you in our audience who want to m- make sure that you're keeping up with us, you can find us at the thecustomerstrategistjournal.com, at ttech.com, or you can find us on pages uh, on LinkedIn where you can uh, contribute to our, our ongoing conversation. So thank you all again for joining us and uh, have a great 2022. Thanks for listening. Today's episode was produced by Dylan Haviland with original music by Joseph Chimes. Don't forget to subscribe to the CX pod wherever you get your podcasts for more CX insights. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.